1: Okay, everyone. Welcome back to day three. Today, we're going to talk about reintegration um, and understanding some of those challenges and some tips to help navigate that uh, through the lens of the Enneagram and your Enneagram type. So I'm Kelly Artis. Thank you for joining me again today. Uh, On day one, we talked about pre-deployment stress. So we talked about navigating stressful situations, uncertainty, um, adversity, all of that sort of thing under the umbrella of the Enneagram and that Your type is basically a lens through which you see all of these situations and how you respond to stressful situations. So we were able to go through each type and kind of see how each type behaves badly to help give you a little bit of a red flag or a warning um, as you're experiencing a stressful situation so that you can see in your type how you behave badly and then what avenues you have available to you that are kind of like easy access sort of pathways um, for traits and behaviors that you, you can do, you can put into practice to be able to navigate stress, uh, better. Right. Okay. So day two, we talked about using deployments themselves as an opportunity for self-discovery. So hopefully you were able to take some of these practices. Maybe you've even tried a couple. Hopefully you put one into practice yesterday. After watching the video, we talked about silence and stillness and solitude for each type. So depending on your Enneagram type, there is a prioritized practice. All three are great, um, but if you orient yourself in either the head, the body, or the heart triad, um, one of those practices are going to be more impactful for you over time. So today, what I'm going to go through with you It's the reintegration period. So there's a ton of of material and content out there about using the Enneagram in relationships, but a lot of that kind of weighs on the fact that both partners know their Enneagram type and have self-identified as an Enneagram type. So rule number one with the Enneagram is to not type other people. It's super tempting, don't get me wrong. But the problem with that is that the Enneagram is based on your core desires, your core fears, um, your core motivations, right? Like what makes you, you, um, that is not something that people that are not, you know, (laughs) okay. It's really hard even for an individual to kind of uncover that depending on just their lived experience, right? It could be, it could be layered under a lot of other stuff, right? So that journey is yours, and yours alone. So don't try to cheat someone else, your partner specifically, out of that exploration, out of that journey by going ahead and putting them in a box, right? Don't do that. We don't like that in the Enneagram world. Hopefully you can encourage your partner uh, based on your example um, and how important maybe the system is to you. Hopefully you can influence your partner to engage in the journey themselves and to start the process of self-identifying as a type. And then when you have that available to you, you're able to sort of understand and use that shortcut of of knowing, like, if I'm a five and my spouse is an eight, this is how we're both kind of probably viewing this scenario. And it actually gives us sort of a neutral language to talk about hard things. So I do highly encourage you, if you can get your spouse interested in the Enneagram, um, to, to using that as sort of like your, your mechanism for communicating more effectively. It also, just by its very nature, starts to inhibit compassion for others and it helps you develop that sort of muscle of compassion. So once you understand that you think and behave and interpret the world in a way, in a certain way based on your Enneagram type, and then you understand that there are eight other ways of interpreting the world through Enneagram types, it can actually give you a bit more of a, of a little bit of a distance, right? From saying like, what's wrong with people, right? why are they acting that way? If it were me, I would dot, 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 right? Well, it's not you. (laughs) So just understanding that there are other ways, there are other lenses um, that people see the world through, I think is really helpful in approaching just about any conversation and any scenario, um, any difficulty, right? And especially when you're trying to reestablish good communication patterns with your partner, um, this is really crucial. All that, though, is if you know their type, okay? So let's say you don't know their type. What are some best practices for each Enneagram type when navigating reintegration, okay? So this is a period of time where you have someone you love dearly, and you have missed dearly, and you have worried about uh, profoundly while they've been away. Then they're home, and now they're in your space that you have navigated deftly all on your own, and they are messing with your vibe, right? Like you love that they're home, but also, oh my god, that's not where I put the mugs now, right? Okay. If you guys have been through this, let me know because I'm telling you it's very real. My spouse comes back and the first thing he does is look through every drawer and cabinet and closet in our house and it drives me insane. It's just him getting reacquainted with our space right? It's just him trying to remember like where everything is to him. It matters that he knows where all of the things in the house are, right? And he knows I've switched some stuff up because I get bored and I change things around. I though view that as an intrusion or somehow that's like a statement on the way I have organized things or are you snooping on me, right? Like, because I have issues with boundaries, um, and, and competency, right? So knowing That he needs to put his hands, his physical hands, tangible things and know where they are in space, right? That's his way of coming home and reacclimating with his home. Knowing that gives me the moment to say, okay, I'm going to back off. Like this is just his thing. He just needs to do it. This ha- this this brings him comfort in some way. It's not an attack on me. My fragile little ego sees it as such. But if I can step away and and approach the situation with a little bit more grace and a little bit more compassion, then I can understand this is not something we need to have beef over, right? Okay, so I'm gonna go through, I'm gonna give you tips for each of the nine types. And because every other time we've started with the body triad, I'm gonna do that again. And We're gonna start out with type eight. So if you, not your spouse, if you, my friend, Identify as a type eight, the challenger. My challenge for you for the period of time during reintegration is for you to be vulnerable. Okay. Type eights are strong and they are proud and they, you have been doing a fantastic job friend during this deployment. You have not needed help from anyone. You have stood up for yourself. You have fought with TRICARE on your own. Maybe you fought with a landlord. You have, you have asserted yourself in all sorts of situations. Um, and you have done just fine. You haven't needed a single soul. When your spouse comes home, you need to be vulnerable with them. That is your time to let your guard down. You need to open your heart up, right? You don't need to be protected or protective of yourself with your partner, okay? So remind yourself of that. Be vulnerable. Type nines, you were my peacemakers. Maybe you found your voice during this time. I hope that you have. I hope that you have recognized that your needs are important, that your desires and, and wants are important, that you voicing your desires um, doesn't introduce as much conflict as you think it does, right? As you perceive it too. So my challenge for you is to, to step into that confidence. It's attractive, I promise. Find your voice. Type ones. All right. <laughs> you guys, the perfectionists, y'all have gotten everything just the way you want it. (laughs) Maybe you have the kids on a schedule. It is a, a piece of art. It is a work of art. The, the way that you run the household and the way that you get all of the things done and the way that you load the dishwasher, right? Okay. You've perfected your space and you've gotten very used to and very comfortable in the space that you have been occupying this whole time without your partner in it. And then your partner is in it. (laughs) Maybe they aren't as tidy, right? Um, my challenge to you is to be flexible. Okay. Try to shush that inner critic. Try to, try to shush that voice that wants to say, no, 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 you did that wrong. And just be a little bit flexible. Let them rearrange things, give them a little space to occupy as well. Um, and i think you'll 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 find some freedom there. <laughs> okay. We're going to move into the heart triad now with type 2, my helpers. All right. You guys are probably exhausted at this point. <laughs> okay? And now your service member is home, you probably have an an invigored, invigorated, invigorated, invigorated. <laughs> You have found a new vigor um, and a new thing to do, a new project, right? Something else to help. Um, There's this like mothering sort of um, vision that I get with type twos, like a mama hen, right? So even though this is your spouse, your partner, you still want to like envelop them in care, right? And to help them and to potentially even smother them, right? So my challenge to you, type two, is to be needy. Hopefully, at some moment and during this deployment, that you have discovered that your needs aren't being met because you're too busy meeting everyone else's needs. Give the gift of being needy to your spouse. Let them step up and let them love on you a little bit. Okay. Type three, my my uh, my achiever. You've spent the entire deployment. Maybe you've had four or five goals that you set out to accomplish during the deployment. Maybe it's run a marathon. Maybe it's renovate the kitchen, right? It could be any number of things. Maybe it's a work-related goal or task, and you have been running so hard the whole time to try to achieve those goals. What if you didn't meet them all, right? Okay. My challenge to you is to be honest, and you can admit defeat. You can be honest with your spouse specifically and admit defeat in certain areas of your life, and I want you to find freedom and compassion for yourself there. All right, type four. You guys have spent a lot of time alone, (laughs) and you have probably spent a lot of time just thoroughly analyzing your emotional range, right? You have access to this incredible emotional range um, and it probably comes just second nature to you. If you are not also married to a type four, um, this might be a really lonely place to be because not a lot of us have access to that. Not not a lot of us have that sort of vocabulary. Um, So you might find yourself peppering your spouse, your partner with questions. Maybe you're concerned for their um, emotional well-being or, you know, things that they've experienced while they've been away. And maybe they're not as forthcoming as you would hope. Um, So don't take that personally. My challenge to you type fours is to be patient. All right. Type fives open up. Okay. You've spent however long these past months being as self-sufficient as humanly possible right? Because to be needy is to be vulnerable. Um, and it is a tax on your resources, your energy, right? So you have probably walled yourself up and, and created a safe space, your castle, if you will. Um, and you have let very few people in. All right. My challenge to you type fives, be open, open the gate and let your spouse in, right? You love them. You trust them. You need to remind yourself of that when they get home. Okay, type six. Oh, we're in the head types. Five was a head type. Apologies, you guys. Type six, my loyalist. All right. You have spent the past few months putting out fires, preventing fires, being so prepared, carrying this mental burden of keeping all the people alive, right? Keeping the house from burning down, <laughs> keeping the animals alive, um, keeping all the balls in the air and preparing for every single worst case scenario. Okay. the good news is, is that your partner is coming home and they can help share that load. You need to let them, first of all, and you need to be trusting that they can do it. You need to relinquish some of that burden of the family, of the household, of of whatever it is that you've been carrying and that you and your partner Remember partner, that's the other part of you, <laughs> um, have agreed to to tackle in life. So you need to remember to be trusting and to relinquish some of that to them as well. All right, type sevens, y'all are my last ones. I need you to to stop and think about what it looks like to be satisfied, okay? You might be running on a different tempo than your partner has been during a deployment. you Maybe you've been taking trips across the country. I mean, maybe not during COVID, but you've, you've at least been daydreaming about travel. You've been running kind of a hundred miles a minute. You're planning, planning, planning. Can't wait for the next new exciting thing. And maybe you're like on this high of, of enthusiasm and energy and your spouse might not be. Okay. Maybe they just want to relax and chill and take a break. So for you to say, my friend, I'm telling you, try to be satisfied with whatever moment you're in, whatever life brings you. Um, Try to just be content in that moment and be present there um, while also being satisfied. Hopefully that helps you guys. Reintegration is tough. Um, Hopefully it is brief and smooth for you. Um, Again, I just say, be compassionate with your partner. Um, understanding that their needs are different than your needs so be co- be confident in voicing your needs and and share what you've learned you know you're you' absolutely welcome to and encouraged to share what you've learned with your partner what you have discovered about yourself to help them understand you better um, so hopefully this will help you in your journey um, and make you a more compassionate um, better support truthfully for yourself. And for your spouse. Okay, everyone, thanks so much for your time. I had a really, really great time with you. um, And be sure to look me up wherever (laughs) I'm online, uh, Kelly Artists, most places, um, if you need me. Okay, thanks so much, everyone. Take care.
0: Thanks for joining us.